الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم مدي سيدي يا رسول الكريم يا حبيب العظيم انزل حالنا وإشفالنا وأبيدون بمددكم ونظركم مدي يا سيدي يا سلطان الأولياء من شيخ عبد الفايز الداغستاني مدي يا سيدي يا سلطان الأولياء مولانا شيخ محمد ناظم حقاني مدي يا سلطان قلوبنا مولانا شيخ هشام كباني مدد الحق يا حجة الله المخلص أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أتي الله أتي الرسول وقول الأمر منكم أنا الحمد لله أعوذ بالرمايندر فور ماسيلف وأنا عبدك العجيز والضعيف والمسكين والظالم والجهل and by the grace of Allah still in existence that Allah's rahmah be upon us, that mercy be upon us and that forgive our wrongdoings and that to take a path in which we admit to ourselves that we are nothing, that we are nothing but for the grace of God. Allah's rahmah, mercy that save us, forgive us and continuously dress us, bless us and raise us. Alhamdulillah we talked last night on the lataif of the heart and these are from the secret of the Ark of the Covenant that everything was an imitation for the arrival of Sayyidina Muhammad The Ark of the Covenant for Nabi Musa was a box in which the tablets of the Torah were put upon that and that box was so holy that it was carried by angels. That box and the Ark of the Covenant is merely a placeholder for the real covenant. That by the arrival of the khatam, the seal of creation, the seal of prophecy, the seal of all realities that brings upon his heart the true covenant of Allah Ahad and that that Ahad, that covenant of Allah is the perfection in which Allah wants to dress His creation. That gift can't be given until Sayyidina Muhammad arrives to give that gift, is an adab. You can't go into the party, you can't go into the celebration without the host. Means Allah making all this creation for the love of Sayyidina Muhammad so means that the Muhammadan heart and the realities in which Prophet bringing upon this dunya from paradise realities is the Ark of the Covenant. And that's why Allah for the nation and Ummah to Sayyidina Muhammad قَلْبِ الْمُؤْمِنْ بَيْتُ That if you purify and cleanse your heart it will be my house, means my Divinely Presence, my Kingdom will be in your heart and that's why thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Every kitab is bringing the same message that my kingdom is coming, my will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The will of Allah to manifest within the heart of the believer means that every nazar, every perfection, every way is based on how to open the heart. And we talked last night from the realities of the Khulifahi Rashidin and Mahdiin. The Sayyidina Uthman al Qani alayhi salam, Sayyidina Umar al Farooq alayhi salam, Sayyidina Abu Bakr al Siddiq alayhi salam, Imam Ali alayhi salam, 
is that most definitely Allah's salam and love and Divine mercy is emanating upon them, dressing upon them that if we understood or even move towards the understanding that the angels, archangels, all the angels they are in service to Bani Adam. And the greatest of Bani Adam, Sayyidina Muhammad the Prophets and the Companions. That the angels they serve that reality. Means that, that Sayyidina Uthman salam, Jami al-Qur'an and the lataif of the qalb which under the authority of Sayyidina Jibreel salam, because bringing wahi, bringing knowledges. It's the lataif of knowledge means in service to Sayyidina Uthman But the darajat can't be imagined that the Holy Companion is receiving from Prophet and giving to the angels what needs to be sent out. Because the ihtiram and the respect and the darajah that Allah when He brought Sayyidina Adam and says, Makunaha, and the angels were to bow down, show their respect for the, the greatness of this uloom and light that poured into the heart of Sayyidina Adam from Sayyidina Muhammad So means that that whole reality we were talking about last night of Jami al-Qur'an and Sayyidina Umar al-Furuq to come and to bring the light of struggle within the heart of the believer. That Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq to bring the perfection of love and the character that you have to be because that maqam as-sir as-sir is by example of the moon. That your life has to be like the moon that follows the sun, Prophet is the sun. Prophet is Allah's Divinely lights. That the soul of Prophet is an ancient source of all realities. Because la shariq you can never say it's from Allah because Allah has no partner. You cannot be from Allah you cannot be like Allah you cannot be in any proximity of Allah This is the Creator. So means all these realities are in the reality of creation. So then that light that emanating throughout this entire universe is the Muhammadan sun, the Muhammadan shams, shams al-Islam, shams al-Marifah, every, every reality emanating from that Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq coming into our life and teaching then be like the moon. You see the moon and if you see the surface of the moon it has taken a tremendous beating. The surface of the moon has been under significant testing, has been crushed and crushed and crushed and crushed so that it reflects the reality of the sun. It's not trying to be a source of light because it's showing the best of adab. Don't think you have anything. Don't think you have any light. Don't think it's, it's anything from you, negate you take you out of the equation because the difference between us and Pharaoh is that Pharaoh was claiming everything to himself. Ananiya, I have power, I have authority. And when you hear these people talk on television everything is I, I did this, I did that, I'm like this, I'm like that, 
They attribute everything to the ego, to themselves and they are coming from the haqqaiq and teaching completely opposite. Whatever light shining upon you is not from you, you are merely the reflection. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq comes to perfect the Siddiqiyya character that be nothing, be nothing, see the moon, no cities, no villages, no towns but a whole lot of been like I think asteroids smash the surface of the moon. Lots of holes, lots of difficulty, lots of bombarding, lots of bombarding. So the bombardment was what? To take out any type of bad characteristics and then this way is like the way of Ashab al-Kahf. Because Ashab al-Kahf and all these qissa again these are examples that will be found within the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad that be like Ashab al-Kahf that you want to come into the cave, the cave of all realities then take your beating. And you cannot say that, no Ya Rabbi I want to come but I want to also be like Ashab al-Kahf that I'm, I'm, I want to be one of your great chosen ones, that's going to be difficult. Better to think that, Ya Rabbi let me be like the dog, the dog of Ashab al-Kahf, he took a tremendous beating. And Allah is and awliya come into our lives and teach that Allah gives such a mercy. Because if you say Ashab al-Kahf many people say, Ya Shaykh I'm never going to be like that, I'm not that type of character, I'm not going to reach to those heights, I don't have the time to do all of that. Allah's infinite mercy is, yeah we should all think like that. That none of us are going to be like that, none of us are worthy of that reality. But Allah's rahmah is then, do you see the character of the dog? How the dog in Islam is najis for us, that is dirty. But Allah allowed that dirty dog into paradise. Why? Because when he followed the Ashab al-Kahf, the dog was inspired that, I will follow you, I'm going to follow and they kept throwing rocks at the dog, this is our testing, throwing rocks at the dog, go away, we are going to Khalwa because now the month of Khalwa coming on Tuesday and Wednesday. That we're running from shaitan and we're going into the cave that Allah would dress us from His mercy, you're going to give us away. And they began to throw more rocks at the dog and Allah gave the dog a tongue. At that moment the dog stood up on his two legs and says, whatever you throw of rocks I'm not stopping. I'm going to follow you to guard your cave so that you go in and do Allah's work my great joy will be just to guard the cave in which you're in. Then they realize this is, a, this is coming from Allah dog doesn't talk to you and definitely doesn't show that I'm going to be of service to you. And the gift that Allah dressed upon that dog was the haiba of the whole cave. Whatever he was giving as a gift inside for Ashab al-Kahf, Allah was emphasizing that the dog was dressed with such a haiba, haiba is the dress of jalali. What he dressed with such a jalali tajali upon a dog that people just merely came near the cave and they were frightened and they left. Means Allah's ridha and satisfaction dress that reality. And only Allah come into our lives and say, this is an opening for us. 
This is a door for all people to be brought into Allah's rahmah, for Allah to dress them with tajallis, bless them with tajallis. If you are not going to accomplish all these things, at least you can support and accompany those who are trying to. And by means of that support, by means of accompanying, by means of taking the rocks means that this path is not going to be easy. There's going to be many rocks from your family, from people you know, from all di directions people you don't know. And even probably from the Ashab al-Kaf, they're going to throw testing, they're going to throw rocks. And our life is what? To do nothing, to say nothing, never to fight back, never to answer back. Then you're washi, then you're wild. If you're wild they throw you out, they don't like anything wild, they want something tame. So that the testing comes to show the character of the self. That you want to accompany us, you can't be wild, as soon as we go in the cave you're going to eat us. When you're tame means they've been tested, you've been tested, you've been tested and your character is what Allah wants. Allah wants a softness. Now you'd be tested at work, you'd be tested at home, you'd be tested on the street, you'd be tested not only in here. Wherever you go the character has to be consistent and if you don't pass the test it only escalates because Allah's will will be done. If you don't pass the test then they become shadeed, Allah begin to shake the servant with all sorts of difficulties. Because you can't say, oh I'm only nice on the carpet but I'm obnoxious everywhere else on this earth you're going to be tested severely because Allah loves you. If you find yourself here Allah loves you and Allah will, will be done. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq in come and teaching that give everything for Prophet And the, the most you can give is give all your character. I'm giving everything for Prophet Ya Rabbi I don't want these bad characteristics, I want a life in which I'm trying to serve Sayyidina Muhammad and I can't serve him with all my nifaq, with all my bad character, with all my craziness. There are people now all over the internet pretending that they serve Prophet Ashab al-Nabi Ahlul Bayt al-Nabi and every day more crazy than the next day. I say, you're a clown and you're making a fool of yourself. You don't represent them, you represent the wildness and the craziness of your ego. This is not their way. Their way is they took a beating, they took a beating, they took a beating until the character was nothing, nothing. They were severely humiliated in life until the character showed nothing. When there's nothing then Allah says, this one is tame. This one is, is, is arum, is, is, is houseworthy, is no longer washi, is no longer a wild barn animal. That the character is tame, no matter what we do of difficulty it always comes the same sweetness. That one can be bestowed. So Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq is teaching that give everything of yourself. Don't say, no I'm going to keep some of these bad things for myself to go defend myself against the world. Give everything for the love of Prophet Then we left from last night to hand into the hand of Imam Ali That Prophet described that these Sahabi 
are now going to bring you to the city of knowledge. I am the city of knowledge means I am the city of all realities, I am the kawthar. Atainakal kawthar, Allah said, I gave you the kawthar and all our mashaykam and describe the kawthar is from the oceans of kathir which has no beginning and no end that Allah described, I've given you everything, I've given you everything. If all the trees were pens and all the oceans were ink, these words means realities that I've given will never be finished is a description of the kawthar and the kawthar given to Prophet and that this is the city of knowledge that we're trying to enter and describe that Imam Ali Salam is at the gate. The owner of the bab and from the kawthar is the lam alif. The 29th letter in the Arabic huruf and 29 is la. The 29th cycle of the moon, the 29th day is when the moon disappears. It is the reality of annihilation. That Zulfiqar was Prophet Zulfiqar. That is the reality of Prophet that I am the reality of La ilallah Muhammadun Rasulullah and I'm giving you that sword as the caretaker of that bab. That they want to come to me, you hit them with La ilallah Muhammadun Rasulullah because they're divinely hit is that when they hit with a physical reality, Allah opens a spiritual reality because it's Divinely. When they hit and they take away that part of dunya, Allah exchanges it with the reality of Akhirah. Even Mawlana Shaykh was talking tonight that when you read the verses of Qur'an that are very severe, very tough, and you think, Ya oh, Rabbi, oh my gosh, you know, begin to cry at night. What are you going to do if I get into that azab? Who can you call to? If Allah call you to judgment, there's no angel who can come, there's nothing that can come. Mawlana said, describing that that azab is like a, like a family when you describe to your children that don't do bad things. You're going to run into difficulty. Allah's rahmah so immense that just the fear of the ayah Allah takes out the bad character. He hit you with that fear that you should have a fear when you read His words, they're real. If that fear should come to you, Allah's rahmah will take away the difficulty. If you have no fear, then there's a sword that's waiting for your head. Ittaqullah, have a conscience of Allah that it merely comes to you and by means of that fear coming to you, I pull it away and address you with my rahmah and my mercy. And then come to the lam alif. Everyone wanted the lam alif. Nabi Musa asked, Ya Rabbi, I want to see you. What he saw? He saw 124,000 lights of the Prophets and Sayyidina Muhammad in front and went unconscious. He realized at that moment that's the reality I'm seeking, I'm only speaking, Ya Rabbi I want to see the reality, not only speak to the reality. 
So what you're seeking you can't. Look to the mountain see if it stays there. And from what Nabi Musa witnessed of that reality after that he took shahada and awwal al-Muslimin. He declared his shahada to Prophet and then set off for where the two rivers meet. What river? La illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Where they meet is the Zulfiqar. The handle of the Zulfiqar means it holds the reality of La illallah La ilaha illallah, hey wow Muhammadun Rasulullah. It's non-broken, it's one sentence. La ilaha illallah, hey wow connects to Muhammadun Rasulullah So all the people of Zulfiqar, their zikr is what? The hey wow, who? Because this is who is the is the great connection between Allah to the hey and the wow, it connects to who Muhammadun is now a description. It's a reality of description. That who is pointing to Muhammadun Rasulullah. And then the one carrying that reality is standing at the gate. Do you want to enter into the who? And be dressed by that reality, you can't come with your head. That's why we keep repeating this. But I think some people think it's for somebody else. Means that the whole way is based on you can't enter that reality with your head. That, that I think we went somewhere and somebody greeted us like this. Went somewhere? And they went like this, very old man and he went like this. I said, Ajeeb, why is he going like this? So I said, okay. I went back to him like this. Later I went home, so what was this? He said, this was one of the people of the Zulfiqar. He's acknowledging there's no head here in this association. So means there are the people with no head. They're not putting their faith here, they use the faculty of their head for their dunya and barely they use it for their dunya too because their heart is so powerful they don't need to think through their head. Low level they think through their head and try to think about everything, everything they have to analyze through their head. These people and the people of haqqaiq they're using Qalb al-Mu'min Baytullah, they're using the house of Allah that Allah gave to them. When you, when you say the shaykh is your, is your Kaaba and your Qibla, means that he's describing a reality that his heart is the house of Allah Allah's lights, Divinely lights upon their heart. If Allah in your heart, why do you have to use your head? Allah is in the heart means He reflects to the head and what shines from the face is the reality of the light within the heart. If there's no light in the heart there's nothing shining from the face. So the whole way is based on build the heart, build the heart, build the good characteristics and all the lights to enter into the heart. The heart can't enter, that light can't enter with anger, with bad character, with bad desires. 
Then that light begin to flow into the heart, a clean heart. They say it's, a, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a vessel to carry Allah's light. Most people's cup is styrofoam. If Allah pour that light it's like liquid gold, it burns the styrofoam. Means the heart that been purified, that been cleansed, that been tested, it becomes something solid, becomes something strong in which Allah begin to pour those lights. These are the lights of Iman, the lights of Maqam al-Ihsan. And Imam Ali is, is coming and saying that that head has to come off. You want to reach to La ilaha you're not going to get there with that head. So then repeating again always from myself, our battle is between here and here. And those whom fortunate enough to be with the shaykh and a shaykh from these oceans of reality that they're not reading a book for you, it's not a philosophy. Because you know the poetry of the flute, if you, if you hear somewhere in the middle of nowhere a flute going you would be astonished right? Because you say, how the heck this flute's making this noise? It's just levitating and sound is coming out? No, but think about not the one who's speaking but the one who's speaking behind them. That they're blowing merely a flute. If you negate yourself to be nothing, you are like a flute for them. We're going to play you, we're going to play through you, we're going to speak through you, we're going to see through you. You are our mobile phone, best of mobile phones, best, better than a smartphone, better than the bitten apple that brought us here, better than that other phone that blows up in people's face when it explodes because it's not working correctly. Can't say the name and the label, we don't want to bother the, the company. Better than all those is Allah's phone. Is the hadith, I'll be the ears in which you hear, the eyes in which you see and through the whole is a description of a mobile phone. The negate yourself and these realities be coming out then the whole way of those teachers, if you find one of those types of teachers their whole specialty is that Zulfiqar. Their whole specialty is to continuously test you, shut off your head. Why you want to think with this guidance? Why every time they say something you have to think? You think that, that uh, meat inside the box of your skull is going to understand anything? Especially with them, the more you think the more you'll be confused. The more they'll send all sorts of different confusing signals because you shouldn't be using your head with them. You should be listening to your heart and listening to their guidance. Because they're going to go left, they're going to go right, they're going to go left, they're going to go right until you're assured and, and you feel that they are completely confused. So no, they're not confused, they're just merely confusing you because they want you to shut off, shut off. And a reminder, the goal is not important. Everyone has a goal in which they can interact with the shaykh. So we said, in our own lives, Shaykh, oh, I want to go buy a house. You come to me and say, I want to buy a house. Buying the house is not important for us. But your interaction with the Shaykh is, he'll drive you down that street. 
and you go, you get frustrated. Then you say, well, maybe it's that street. Then you drive down, <laughs> down that way, you get confused. Maybe it's in Richmond. Oh, what the heck? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. No, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It, it wasn't to give you the coordinates so that you get the house. It was merely to flip you around until you stop thinking. Until you just enter into Oshar Taslim. How can you get to Taslim if Allah doesn't give everyone a unique way? A unique opportunity in which to interact with that shaykh. There's no fixed thing where everybody has to do a fixed thing to understand that reality. But as soon as Allah opens an interaction with the shaykh, He's giving you an opportunity that you're going to be tested now, lose your head. Lose the, the faculty of trying to put your head on, on His coordinates and trying to understand His coordinates. It's nothing for you to understand. It's only for Allah to understand. It's merely to lose, lose the head. This dunya is so much about the head that you think you can use that head to enter Allah's oceans of kawthar. They're standing there with the, with the Zulfiqar and say, no that head is still very active. That head keeps thinking about everything. And when it take you into private, he'll give you a talk, he'll give you a sobat on why he's using his head. That means still lots of work to do. They want the reality in which they say, walk ten feet, duck. And you walk and then somebody walk by and say, what are you doing? He said, I don't know. He said, walk ten feet, duck. At that moment you see that pow, a stick was coming for your head. Because other people will come and say, Sheikh doesn't know what he's talking about. I walk 10 feet, there's nothing happening here and all of a sudden, ding, something hit you. Our life is a miraculous way. We're on a, on a boat in the middle of an ocean where Allah is blowing. These are the oceans of faith. How are you going to have faith if you're not going to be tested to brought into that faith? Means then they keep testing, keep testing. And Mawlana Shaykh would describe, I can sit with you 90 years, 99 years until you die. They don't get tired of testing. They don't think that you know you, you can play around for 10-15 years and then you're just going to get it and they're going to be tired with you. No, no, say, I sit with you 99 years until I put you into the grave. When Allah takes your last breath, you go into the grave, only I will meet you in the grave to finally begin to test you there. Means it just keeps repeating, just keeps repeating. So then the, the ones of the gate are reminding, teach them to take that head away, take their thinking away, that use your heart, they want to open the reality of the heart. The heart has an infinite capacity for Allah's Divinely Presence. The brain has a very limited capacity and it's always wrong, its understandings are wrong. So our whole life is battling what's being said here. What you heard through these two ears is not the, the hearing you should have opened. You should have opened the hearing of your soul. Because these two ears when the hearing comes in here, the brain begins to chew on it and begin to make a tafsir. Maybe the shaykh meant this, 
maybe the shaykh meant that, maybe I could do like this, maybe I could do like that, add a few jinn and some other crazy things and your head is so confused and a confusing person you can't imagine. That's not the hearing. The hearing they wanted is the hearing through your soul. You build your, your tafakkur, you build your contemplation that when you're in their attendance you're hearing through the ears, more powerful you're hearing through your soul. And that that coordinates is coming to your soul with an understanding that I understand, that I understand what they want from me and I'm going to try to accomplish it. But you hear through these physical ears, wash it around in your brain with shaitan and your nafs and you have kalipache, uh, don't know what's in that. It's definitely not what the shaykh talked about. You just made something crazy in your mind and then you begin to try to do that. So always a reminder from Imam Ali teaching that this head knows nothing from the Divinely Presence. Use your head for your work but for akhirah you open the heart. And the greatest battle, the greatest battle of the believers between their head and their heart. Every waswas that comes into the head but follow the guidance that coming into the heart. And the interaction with the shaykh is to make everything upside down, upside down, upside down so that the servant enters into taslim. That I'm submitting, you tell me go right, I'm going right. You tell me go left, I'm going left. Not I tell you go left and you go left and then you get lost and you go and you don't listen to any more right or left. Everything is about the oceans of taslim and they wait to see how tired you're going to get and they keep going and keep going, it could be years like that. We pray that Allah open for us more and more realities and that Allah grant us in this holy month of Rajab opening, the lights of Rajab already are opening and that by Tuesday and Wednesday Allah grant us to witness the lights of the holy month of Rajab. Anybody who can fast the, the welcoming of Rajab, inshaAllah Tuesday, Wednesday we wait for when Mawlana Shaykh announce it, then the holy night of Raqayb is the night of desires on Thursday night. So if it comes Tuesday, Wednesday, right on Thursday we're Laylatul Raqayb. The night in which Prophet Sallallahu light was transferred from his holy father to the womb of his holy mother alayhi salam, Sayyidina Amina alayhi salam. And that that night such a blessed and such a rahmah, wa ma arsalnaka rahmatan lil'alameen that Allah was sending this rahmah onto earth. And as a result Allah has no time, there's no watch in the heavens but every riqayb is a hijab and a light in which Allah sends upon that month of Rajab. And anyone sitting to witness it, to be dressed by it, to, uh, to be blessed by it that every desire, every mushkala to be taken away and every du'a to be accepted on that night. So Thursday night we're here for Laylatul Raqayb. Then we have the birthday of Imam Ali Salam in the holy month of Rajab and the holy, and the holy night of Israhi wal Miraj. So we pray that Allah give us life to see the holy month of Rajab, the holy month of Shaban and the holy month of Ramadan inshaAllah. Subhana rabbika rabbal yasifun wa salaamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bisiri Surat al-Fatiha. Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi 
Sidanan Nabi 